Good morning, everyone. Thank you to be with us this morning. I hope you're going well. Uh, we are with Melanie Miller this morning. Thank you, Melanie, to be with us. And we are uh, we are at the end of the book. Just look. There's really, really the end of the book um, about leadership. So, so if you're new with us, we are working, yes, in the uh, book of John Maxwell. John Maxwell have a lot of books, but this one will be one of my Bible for leadership, for leadership, because it's show me how I can be a best leader that I'm um, right now. So what are the change that I can do and why I'm doing some action? For, for Today we will talk about, for example, our split that we are doing with our people. And I realized why I'm doing it really uh, this morning when we were working in, uh, in the book. So we are in a chapter that we cover how can we not just be a leader, but a transformational leader, a leader that will change life. And last uh, week, we were talking about action that leaders are doing because they are seeing um, differently uh, the situation. They are acting differently. And you need to know that every morning I have a meeting with Maria before the podcast. And every time I saw, I see her as a transformational leader, she analyzed the situation always differently than us. So I really love the way she's, uh, she's analyzing. Okay, why do you think that happened? What can we do different? The, so every obstacle are new way to grow and not, really obstacle it's transformational leader we also cover um the um we also cover that we uh, need to develop ourselves first so we need to be a transformational leader first it's what we cover yesterday and we need to be in action oh it was so amazing, just reminds us that the only way that I can be in success is being in action. <laughs> and today, what we will cover, it's uh, about create a positive environment for change. And sometimes we're seeing change as an obstacle. But if we want to be transformational leader, we need to see it positively and see it as a platform for my next success. Uh, and they, they present uh, four elements that for <laughs> I was math teacher and I, for people that you are on Facebook or on Zoom, <laughs> I was showing five. <laughs> So they present four elements that we need to have to create this positive uh, change environment. And we in the in the past we had a chapter about change, about positive environment. So it just reminds us uh, what can we do. First of all, 
we need to have a leader that really loves change. Do you know one of the leaders that really loves change? <laughs> Melanie told me this morning, okay, we have this leader in our business. Maria change the business every week. <laughs> I think sometime every day. During the day, the business can change. But we, if we have this kind of leader, it's really help us. Okay, sometimes we are running back of her, just trying to, to follow her. But what's really happened, it's, it's bring us in this mood that, okay, we love change and we uh, want to change also. And there's um, a beautiful text in the book that explain when we have this kind of leader, what can make it a uh, 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 difference? Thank you, Sabrina. So um, in the book, under the section that says leaders who are passionate about transformation, uh, Jim Collins said transformational movements require transformational leaders. And he said that he um, read this poem by Lawrence Tribble, that basically says it all. One man awake awakens another. The second awakens his next door brother. The three awake can rouse a town by turning the whole place upside down. The many awake can cause such a fuss, it finally awakens the rest of us. One man up, with dawn in his eyes, surely then multiplies. And uh, those of you that know me know that I love poetry. And so when I read this this morning, um, it really reminds us that it only takes one man, one woman to start a process. And then that process um, uh, continues and that person becomes the transformational leader. So, um, Sabrina, we also talked a lot this morning about values. So how would you like to uh, introduce that section? Yeah, the second section is you need as leader to show great values, to show the, the base value that we want to have in our organization. And those values are, 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 you can find your own list, but they put a list that they have on their business. And I think it's the same value that we have also in our business. But it's remind us that as a leader, I need to be all the value that Melanie will wrote, uh, read. Because you will see that you need to be this person first and you will attract in your business this those kind of person because you show that for you those base value are important so you can write them and milani will read those value for you okay so he has listed here 10 values i think and his number one value is attitude Attitude uh, clearly is something that um, only you have control over. Um, and we often hear, you know, phrases like attitude of gratitude. 
But it's not just of gratitude, it's your attitude of approaching your life. It colors everything you do. Number two, commitment. Um, it separates doers from dreamers. So it basically, if you're committed to something, that means that every day you're going to do something towards your dream, or you at least have something scheduled. You, it, it's not something you can switch on and off. Competence. The shortest path to credibility is competence. So last night we had a course about doing live sales and cooking live. Like everybody who attended that course wants to be competent in their business. If they weren't there, maybe they say, well, I'm not really sure whether I want to know about doing live sales or what have you. In which case they've decided that that competence is not something they're looking for. The beauty of our business, of course, is if you saw it or you didn't see it, you can go and see it later because it's going to be available on the Teachables platform. Forgiveness. Forgiveness empowers you to live with a light heart. So don't hold things to your, uh, in your heart that make you feel bad. You have to let it go. And forgiveness is one way of doing that. Initiative. You cannot experience success unless you start. Now, I actually have an overdose of initiative. I'm always starting things, right? I'm always uh, like, I, I don't have any problem with initiative. My biggest problem is completion. And it's not on the list, but it needs to be there. So initiative, getting things started, not being scared to do that. Um, integrity. Living with integrity leads to a life of wholeness. And we all know, we've talked about integrity before. Integrity means that when somebody approaches you from another team and says, I don't like my director, I really want to join your team, you turn around and you say, well, that's a shame that you don't like her. You're very welcome to work with us, but your director is your director. You always stay in the same team. Integrity for us is challenged practically every day. Personal growth. People who keep learning always have a future. Are you that person? Or have you decided that you know it all already? So you don't need to attend a meeting. As, as Sabrina said, our business is changing so fast that if you miss a couple of meetings, you're about six months behind. So are you interested in personal growth? Priorities. Clear priorities show you what to do and where to go. Do you know what your priorities are? Have you thought about them? Relationships. The quality of your relationships determines the quality of your life. And that is all your relationships around you. So how, how many compliments have you given to your partner today? Because if you want to keep those relationships alive, you have to be the one doling out the compliments. Um, and work ethic. And what Sabrina and I were talking about this morning is all of those, um, all of those uh, values are amazing, but work ethic is often the thing that makes the difference between a person in success and a person who's trying to reach success. Because um, 
work ethic absolutely it has to be integral in your values you can't be an amazing worker one day and then take three days off watching a serial on tv because you just happen to get hooked into it so uh, work ethic brings inner satisfaction every day so and back to you ah uh, thank you and it's really really important work ethic for me it's the one that will brings you competence. It's the one that will give you a, um, uh, engagement. Uh, um, what is the second one on your list? Commitment. Commitment. Sorry. <laughs> so it, it, because you have work ethic, I have this work ethic and I know I will do the podcast or I will do my live even if sometime I'm not feeling well. But my work ethic will be I will do it and I will take time for me just after or just before, but I will do it for me and for my client and for my team. So if you have it, you can build the, the base of your business. But if you have it, you will attract to you people with work ethic. And it's really, you want to have leader, you want to be a transformational leader and you want to have transformational leader in your business, you need to have this work ethic. Because people with work ethic won't follow you if you don't have it. And it's really, really important. Ask uh, it's not because I have the work ethic that I have in my team. Everybody that have work ethic. But if I don't have it, it's sure I won't have people with work ethic that will follow us. As uh, one of the, um, the, the love, the lead from John Maxwell, it's, this, it's the uh, same uh, information. It's the love, the lead, it's people won't follow a leader that have less leadership than than them so people won't follow people that have less work ethic than them so it's really important what are the value that you are showing in your business the third point <laughs> they, they present it that we need to have a small group to learn and practice it's labot labot labotary oh, i don't know <laughs> yeah labotary that we need to have because how many of you have learned something but not put it in practice we need to how we we learn we need to put it in practice for this, we need to have laboratory. Laboratory. <laughs> I'm really not able to pronounce it. So, what are the place that we can do it? Yesterday night, I, I have the the example. I I'm not doing split after the class, but yesterday night I have so many information. I was so excited about all the information that was give. I say, oh. I need a meeting with my people that they were there because we need to do a brainstorm. Now that I have all this information, 
what are the three points that I will apply this week? Because you cannot apply all what you learn. But what are the three things that you will apply this week? For me, I wrote it on my, my book. And I say, okay, that's all the three points that I will put in place. And I did a live because I, I did not have a meeting scheduled with my people. But I did a live and I say, okay, find me, give me your three points that you will apply in your business. So those split that we are doing after the power hour, after the meeting on Wednesday, you know, Friday for you. <laughs> so after the meeting, those split that you are doing, they are really important and they, they present here. And I really understand why we have it. First of all, it's create relationship with people. Bonding. Because when it's hard, you want to go on the meeting to see your friend. When it's going well, you want to go at the meeting to tell them that it's going well. So people, the meeting needs you, even if you're going well or not, because sometimes you need the meeting or sometimes the meeting needs your energy. So it creates this, those links. Second thing, it's the place that you can share your success. You can share, oh, I tried, it was, so, so, but I think that if I'm improving it, it can be good for us. So those brainstorm will bring you to the next level. They say every time that they, 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 they create a list of things that it change in their business with those meetings. For us, Melanie and I, this morning, we say, okay, can we do a list of every change that we did because we were on a meeting? For example, the family meeting or the meeting for a training. Or, and we realized that every time that we are doing a meeting, we are taking notes and adding something to our, <laughs> to our business. Uh, Melanie told us, um, Everything is always changed. Every time that I'm doing a meeting, I have new things to do. <laughs> so, but those meetings are there for helping us to grow. And now, and maybe Milanit can change your vision. Now that you see the split as your laboratory. <laughs> La living laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> Now that you are seeing your split like that, maybe what can will change in your way of asking questions to your people or doing the brainstorm with your people? So I think uh, one of the things I realized that because he talks about the, the living laboratory and how, you know, you want to work in small groups. And um, so sometimes in our splits after a meeting, the groups are big. And so the living laboratory opportunities are not as big as when you have small groups. So um, what I was, I mean, what this sort of made me realize is that I need to have small groups sometimes. I can't always have a big group. And that, um, 
you know, you have to, and, and it always works better this way. The more you're prepared before the after split, the better your after split is. So you need to have questions ready and they have to be open questions so that when people contribute, like everybody's correct, there's no right or wrong answers. Um, and really just to create an environment where uh, everything is encouraged. And what you do then is you take on everybody's different ideas. So I think if I sort of picked anything from this, it's that I need to be careful that my meetings are not always big. And, you know, I have an organization like you, Sabrina. And what I'm thinking is that I need to make sure that Either I meet my people separately, the, the, you know, the ones, the bigger contributors, or I say, okay, once a month, it's just koalas, right? Nobody else, everybody else go and do your own thing. Because otherwise I never have that opportunity to work with a small group. Um, and I guess that's one thing that uh, came to my mind. And I know that uh, a lot of my directors, they like working with their individual teams. Yeah, and um, it's, it's, uh, it brings us to appreciate that, oh, we are just four. We are just eight at the meeting. It's mean that we can create this link. So it's why when we are starting, we are starting with small groups. And when the group is too big, it means that you need to have more group. Uh, Maria told me that in Zoom, she preferred to have maximum four person. It's not mean that I don't want that people come on my split. <laughs> it just means that if I want to do a brainstorm, maybe I will do it with um, my leader. I'm doing it with my director every uh, Tuesday. I'm doing a meeting with my director. And yes, I'm doing it. Why? Because we are doing the brainstorm to prepare ourselves to the split. So they feel that, okay, I can do mine because I have the tools to do mine. And it's the uh, fourth point that we will present as a leader. We need to create other transformational leader. Our focus needs to be creating other transformational leader. And for me, I know this change happened only after maybe one year of COVID on, on virtual way. At the beginning, I was doing all the tasks. I was the one who was doing all the tasks for the organization. And at one point, I say, if I want to have leader in my organization, I need to give them task. If they, wa they, they want to be a leader, they need to have place to be leader. And it's when we decided to say, okay, maybe you can, we were doing a um, mega party at this moment. Okay. Now, maybe you can be in charge of the mega party of the month and we will uh, alt alternate who will be in charge. You can be in charge of the split of the uh, guest event to be sure that everyone was shining and everyone have a platform to develop their leadership because it's a process. 
and it's what they present. Yes, my focus is developing transformational leader. At the beginning, I'm developing leader. And they will be transformational leader with the time. But it's a process. And Melanie, uh, I, I just didn't know you showed me this morning a book. It's really link. And all the book, it's about this process that uh, they, we, we have to create those groups. Yeah. And uh, I'm just checking that I'm, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I um, actually uh, read this book quite a while ago. It's called Change Your World and it's by John Maxwell and uh, Rob Hoskins. And his, this whole book is about creating transformational leaders. Um, so I know that you know, um, leader shift is basically that and it's talking about, but this is about changing transformational leaders to change the world. So to, and they talk, actually, you'd be very interested, Sabrina, they talk a lot about working in Guatemala with the Guatemalan government and how that uh, they have these transformational groups set up in villages and they're working with local people. And so his whole preface for writing this book is to create transformational leaders to make a change in the world. So as I was reading this section this morning, it really reminded me of this book. And it just reminds me that what we did in Guatemala right now, because we have the after travel right now, we transform a family right now. We are changing the reality of this family. Um, the girl who uh, Christina did live with me, cooking live uh, when she showed me how to do um, uh, traditional Guatemala meals, she decided to sell Tupperware also. Wow. Yeah, she, she, she's now a Tupperware lady. She's so proud and just because she did those live and if i can just give you an example one of the one order of tupperware it's equal the the um, the profit that she's doing the income it's the same thing of one week of working at the grocery wow so we were we we start the grocery with them but she decided to also be a Tupperware lady and now it totally changed the reality because per, per, she, she doubled their income just because she, she's doing it. But she was so scared at the beginning of doing it and now she's so proud. But she, their vision changed. And I know that when they are going in those uh, countries, they want to change the vision, not the small vision. Just bring yes. them that you can have access to more. Absolutely. You can have more. And yes, we bring her for the first time in a big town because it, she never went in a big town. Oh, um, And uh, for her, it's totally changed her reality to see them. So my focus now, yes, it's changing life. It's my mission. If you, <coughs> sorry, if you have this focus, 
you can you will build transformational leader it will took time but you will build them just just follow the process follow the process and you will have it so thank you melanie uh to, uh, next week jean philippe will be back in uh, with us and we will close the chapter about um uh transformational leader and we will talk about uh engaging people in the collectivity so engaging people with us it's the next part we have the focus to change people next thing we need to engage people with us so that's it for today we are switching on the french part and see you tomorrow with uh, maria and marie pierre for jack and phil oh melanie i, I really love i love jack canfield <laughs> Uh, so the success principle, it will be the five one. So have a good day. Bye.